The Blokebusters Podcast is a proud member of the Pod Bros Network, where you can find us as well as other excellent podcasts such as Sarcasm City, Worst Millennials, and Late Night Gamers at podbros.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. Tonight's story is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Wait a minute, wait a minute, you ain't heard nothing yet. And uh, this is? Lilu Dallas Multipass. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Houston, we have a problem. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room! Now, where was I? Welcome to episode 105 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Brian. And today we're going to be talking about Valerian and, and the city of a thousand, of a thousand planets. planets. Yes, um, an interesting title. I'm sure we'll touch on it. <laughs> One of the few interesting things. Yes. Spoilers uh, ahead. <laughs> so, yes, first of all, get right out the top here. If you want to get a hold of us about anything we have said before, anything we say on this, anything we might say, or just whatever, you can find us primarily on Twitter at Blowbusters. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Blowbusters. And we have Blowbusters.com, our lovely website there. And you can email us at the blokes at blowbusters.com and one of us will hopefully get back to you soon yes. and uh, hey always feel free to uh, at me at b klosterman uh <laughs> 82 at g or uh yeah on on the uh, on the twitters on um, the twitters yeah, yeah if, the you have, if you have a uh, ire with me or take on bridge um so paul doesn't have to pass it along and i'm barely on there anyway so i probably won't even see it so yeah. so ignore the last 10 seconds apparently no if you would like to vent to an empty void yeah go right yeah. ahead i mean this is useful than anything else and in i will see it in two months and respond okay <laughs> yes thank you uh so yes there is all of that and this is valerian directed by luke basson and interestingly the budget for this was given in euros, and... Did you convert? <laughs> I, I did, but the weird thing is it gave a budget in euros as gross, and then it gave a budget in dollars as net. But mm. the dollars one was a range, so I've basically written down the range, and the euro one kind of falls into this. Mm. Anyway, so it is... Somewhere between 177 and 205 million dollars. Okay. Probably. <laughs> Assuming that yeah. they've reported it right, I don't know. And the box office worldwide was 225 million 874,228 US dollars. So it mm-hmm. just made it money so, back yeah. just on budget and let alone marketing yeah. imdb has wildly different numbers too yeah so, um, so who knows what the hell yeah, was going on yes with this. i mean i does imdb have the domestic one there it, it that's has, like well it has something. opening weekend for the u.s but worldwide it has 132 million, 132 million. Uh, for now, gross interesting um, and the budget of 177 ah uh, okay yeah. so it, so that that had on the low end there. I'd so think. yeah, that has it as a as a loss. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I will I will say that I got uh, these figures from Box Office Mojo. So it, and those tend to usually be more reliable. I think. Yeah, they uh-huh. they do have a really good breakdown by mm-hmm. country and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So 
So I, I don't know if maybe just IMDb yeah. hasn't been updated or something. But, but yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, on top of that, we are going to just say, pretty much, I guess, the top three actors at the start, and we will touch on others as we go. Uh, as they become relevant, yeah. So you've got Dane DeHaan as Major Valerian, no last name. You've got Cara Delevingne as Sergeant Loreline, known last name, and Clive Owen as Commander Aaron Fillett, and I didn't remember he had a name at all. So, <laughs> Other than Commander. Yes, yes, good old Commander. So that might give you a little bit of a hint as to uh, what we might think about at least some of the people in this film. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so where, where do you want to start? I think as always we should probably go with opening uh, kind of overall thoughts on the film All right, itself. Sure. Well, um, you go first this time. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like I <laughs> can be a broken record at times here. Uh, repeated listeners are going, oh god. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't like it. Okay. All <laughs> and right. If I can just put it succinctly, uh, mm. but I won't. <laughs> um, pretty much, I started this uh, on the day we're recording. I started it the evening prior, mm-hmm. um, made it about a half hour in, said, I cannot do this tonight. <laughs> Woke up, uh, watched this from about. Finished up about eight to ten o'clock this morning, um, um, before we recorded here. Yeah, it um, was able to get through it. Um, it's we'll get into a lot of it later, but I just <laughs> this was just rife with issues from the get go. I thought um, yeah. actually the first ten or fifteen minutes were not bad, um, right. pretty good, and then things just started to fall apart. And the main issue with this is an identity issue with this movie. It did not know what it wanted to be. Right. It was all over the place. It pretended to be one thing and then another. Um, and some casting issues that I'll get into. Um, but overall, this is just not not a great movie. It's not even a mediocre movie. I would say it's relatively poor, <laughs> right. in my opinion. What did you think of it? Uh, well, when I first watched it... Uh, this was about three or four weeks ago. So I knew everyone was ragging on this film. Like, for what? Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, everyone was just like, oh my god, this is terrible. Like, he should have stopped uh, Fifth Element. Oh, yeah, it sounds like whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to give it a chance. I know at the very least, the visuals should be good. They should, should be, be able from a to, highly visual director. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they should be able to keep my interest. And so I sat down and I was watching it. And I will say, I I will champion most of the visuals in this film. They use the technologies they had very well, and I mm-hmm. think it looks good. I don't think there's much else to it, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and uh-huh. one of my biggest gripes with the film in general is. Name me, other than the three we just said, without looking at IMDb, the names of any other character in this film. The characters... Well, I can name the characters. <laughs> okay. Just because I did see it at like less so, like an hour ago. So you that, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was saying, I, uh, I genuinely cannot remember the names of uh, these people without having to look Just Rihanna's <laughs> characters coming to mind, which I we were going to get into her... Uh, we'll talk about her more later, but I just remember Bubble. Yeah. yeah uh, I, on that, and... 
Um, yeah, and I'm actually just blanking on the the other character that's associated <laughs> with her name right now, but uh, that we'll talk more about him. Yeah, but yeah, uh, good point. <laughs> um, uh, immediately forgettable. Yeah, that, if you no... even bothered to hear them or yeah, yeah, I I came away from this film going, well, I didn't out and out hate it as much as some people that I've <laughs> I've heard mm-hmm. them talking about it, but. Yeah, I I have very little feeling for any of the characters in this film, which is a real shame, because at least, say, Fifth Element, you could see they managed to flesh out the characters enough that you can remember like Corbin Dallas, you can remember Lilu, obviously. Ruby Rod, I mean, there was mm. no equivalent of Ruby Rod in this exactly. film. There's no, well, nothing jumping There never out. will be, and I don't think, yeah, it's fair to expect a, <laughs> no, yes, a Ruby but, Rod. But, but yeah, there, mm. there, are no, there are no standout characters in this film, including Valerian, who and, is in the title of the film. So. And uh, Loreline, who did not get a tie, uh, name in this film, even though the French comics that this film is based on was called Valerian and Loreline. Yeah. And this got changed to Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. So she got bumped to third billing after 1,000 yeah. <laughs> planets. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this, this will be an interesting one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm, glad, I'm kind of relieved to see that you're somewhat on the same page as me. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even, like, when this movie was out, or so, I didn't even... Well, let me say when the I first saw the trailers, I was initially intrigued and like, ooh, Luke Passan. I know, like, <laughs> um, and I knew this was a passion project of his for pretty much his entire life. Like, he'd wanted to get this thing made. Yeah, I believe um, he wrote the initial script mm-hmm. when he was like 16. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so upsetting to know that this was his passion project. I'm like, couldn't a fifth element been your passion project? <laughs> Shit, I would have taken Lucy as your passion project. <laughs> hey. Which, hey. Haters of Lucy, that is a fun-ass movie. Um, <laughs> well, I, I was saying, I, just doing a little bit of research for this, I, I found when Lou Besson went to the Valerian illustrator to work on The Fifth Element because he liked it work so much, his response was, why are you doing this shitty film? Why don't you do Valerian? <laughs> why don't you do this shitty film? <laughs> this so, sh- much, much shittier. Yeah, so, as where Fifth Element is revolutionary and fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course the reason why he didn't do it then is precisely because of the amount of CG that would have been required mm-hmm. and all of that. So there's no way it would have looked the way he wanted it to look. Now, yeah. my question is... What if that technology had existed then? So we'd have got this film made by Luc Besson at the time he was making The Fifth Element. So mm-hmm. would it have been better with younger Luc Besson rather than this one? <sighs> if I don't... That's tough to say. But it, yeah. it all depends because most of my... A lot of my issues with the movie stems from the casting. Yeah. So I don't know who would have been cast at that time. Um, I, I mean... Could you imagine if they just gone with the same cast? So Bruce Willis as Valerian oh, and God, Mila no. Jovovich as Loyola. No. <laughs> no, no, no. The blasphemy, sir. No. <laughs> We're not going there. No, 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 no. <laughs> My mind can't go there. It won't. It refuses. But yeah, just I'm not a fan of just reading verbatim IMDb trivia, but the the one thing one of the things that stood out to me was 2,734 special effects in this movie or shots 188 in the fifth element right. so what, like a factor of eight yeah uh, yeah what is that dead well yeah a lot um, yeah so I mean yeah the way he wanted this 
to look. But yeah. immediate comparisons can be made to Avatar, um, yeah. especially with the Pearl people. Um, <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, yeah in their, their world. Um, <laughs> should we try to, like, I guess get a little bit about or what's going on in this movie uh, um, for people unfamiliar sure if we can try to <laughs> stem together a plot yeah I mean, so, let, <laughs> so let's see um, without without looking, looking no peeking no peeking uh, mm-hmm. I'll just quickly shift the window there there we go mm-hmm. okay so yeah. what is your <laughs> summary of this movie <laughs> so my summary of this film or synopsis is that there's a giant effectively space station just massive and it's got over the years so many aliens have come to this and it's just become this giant thing of all the worlds across the galaxy mm. and possibly the universe have come together and made just kind of like a central city yeah and so something has happened and the people in charge are like oh we need to send someone to go and fix this because this isn't right and so they send valerian because He's available, I guess. And mm-hmm. at the same time, but not at the same time, some other aliens were killed. Anyway, back to the plot. Um, <laughs> You're doing a bang-up job, by the way, yeah. so far. <laughs> uh, and so the same aliens that were all killed come to get this one little creature, but they don't. So Valerian goes after them, and then Loreline goes after him, and then there's a big showdown. And that's kind of, that's, I mean, I've, I've butchered it entirely, but not a huge amount more than the film manages to. Because like, one of my biggest notes is the plot of this film turns up at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on holiday. No, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then uh-huh. they come back at the end. Like, um, what the hell? So, yeah, so we get in the prologue, like you're saying, this space station alpha that has become so massive like okay poor planning like okay we're going to be sucked into earth's gravitational pull yeah (laughs) i I assume it's supposed to have started as the international space station i would assume seems to be what they were going for yeah if not the iss then a yeah because don't you still need the iss in orbit to yeah Yeah. conduct experiments (laughs) and all this shit they're doing but yeah so poor planning on their part that oh shit we got too massive we gotta (laughs) uh boot scoot out of here and uh go hundreds of millions of light years away or however far they said they went i don't care i don't remember um (laughs) or reverse that and so anyway we meet these pearl people who look kind of like pale avatar people minus the tails yeah effectively (laughs) avatar by the sea yes exactly yes (laughs) Uh. and and i will say i haven't read the books so i don't know if they are a truthful adaptation Mm -hmm. from the book so of the graphic novels i say but yeah essentially we see a typical ideal day here on the planet mole or mule 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 well, not I, mole. I think it's mule. Yeah, I'm Once again, that, don't I'm care. this M U L, and that's <laughs> yeah, about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, for anyone watching a uh, an alien movie in the last ten years, a squid shaped ship appears, which means run. <laughs> yes. <Just laughs> if you're using if you're using a squid shaped design, <laughs> they aren't uh, Alf or they aren't E T. Uh, yeah. No, they aren't there for friendly. Uh, you know friendly things going on but uh so essentially yeah mole destroyed uh you know bye bye 
planet. <laughs> and then, like you said, we don't really hear mention of the plot. We just get 45 minutes of canned, forced, uh, witty, in quotes, banter between Valerian and Lorelai. Yep. And then 50-minute mark, we get mention of this dark force uh, by Commander. Yes, um, uh, Mr. Commander. Yeah, 50 minutes in, yeah, I believe, is when... He mentions, okay, we got to do something about this. Yeah. Um, So what have we been doing other than that? Yeah, just this. Let's look at all these aliens. Yeah, and the the stupidest thing as well is with the setup, I don't fully get uh, what what they've done because, and maybe I completely missed it. You might be able to Mm -hmm. answer this. So in this there's this center that appears to be growing which the commander says is irradiated everything within it dies they've sent some mm-hmm. guys down and they've not come back so assume dead and nothing within this field can be read um what actually did happen to the group that went down because we realize at the end and obviously this is a spoiler cast mm-hmm. we do talk about everything that there is no radiation and it's just some of these alien people that I guess just knock you out for a little while. Like that seems to be what they mostly do, but you don't see the people that were sent down at all. They're just no. gone. <laughs> so yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not. There's, there's no real follow-up to most of the things that happen in this film. There are not, no. Uh, yeah, I want to get more into that later. Um, also, um, screw this movie for using a David Bowie song again. Um, space Oddity, which stop using in your space movies, people. We get it. Ground Control to Major Tom. Yeah, it's perfect for your space movie. Yeah. The Martian killed it. Okay? The Martian was the last movie that was allowed to use it. Find another song. David Bowie, I'm pretty sure, would not be happy with that his right. music was probably used in this. Um, um, I don't who know. Knows? He, he might have he, asked he to be in He likes some weird it. stuff, so who knows? Well, that, yeah. add him in anything, and yes, this <laughs> would have been better by times a thousand. Um, <laughs> but even that intro of just the the handshakes over and over and over in the space station, I'm like, that could have even cut, been cut down by a minute or yeah. well, that, two. That is like, what I was thinking. Like, they... They did a good job of being like, oh, well, these are uh, obviously the astronauts we know. And then mm-hmm. it builds into, oh, first alien contact, mm-hmm. second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Thirteenth, eighty-seventh, 435th, 10,432nd. Yeah, you can probably do, I would have done, if it was my choice, I would have done three, four at the most. And each time you see the ship outside, a bit bigger next thing comes along mm. handshake big bigger next thing comes along handshake and then like fade into the rest of the film like yeah. you don't need there's, to keep showing it yeah there's so many scenes and that was just like I said early indicator that I was not going to be on board for this so many scenes that were <laughs> robust uh, the fat could have been trimmed way down and I mean this has a runtime of 2 hours 17 mm-hmm. uh, I believe and this should have probably clocked in at about a an hour 50, I think, is feasible. Hour 45. Um, yeah, that, that feels more like it. Yeah, because uh, that's a lot to get through, uh, especially when you're starting off a franchise or just a new property Yeah, um, where it's not a, a Star Wars or a Star Trek or something that people are intimately familiar with. 
Um, yeah. Where it's not a Marvel film. And yes, we still want original content. And that's not the lesson of this movie is that we don't want original <laughs> content. We just want it cast correctly. Yeah. And we want the right people working on it. Not to say that Luc Besson wasn't the right person. No. But the pieces together did not work. Uh, no. It, at all. Yeah, it was, it was kind of weird because... I hadn't really thought too much about it, but you kind of hit the nail on the head there with like this. This film felt like you should already be familiar with it. At which point you would cut out the first like ten minutes, and then yeah. just have it be the established world. So this kind of feels like the second in a trilogy type mm-hmm. thing, or the second of a two part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe maybe Luke Besson was too familiar with the material and he couldn't see this from the point of view of someone that knows nothing about mm. it uh, I mean I I don't know it's <laughs> I don't I yeah and well I, I like I said the, the number one thing for the for me was this was completely miscast I don't know who would have been better but Valerian <laughs> as our protagonist is abysmal uh, he is an asshole he's obnoxious he's rude uh, he, I mean, every a lot of the things that Loreline says about him, but worse. He uh, <laughs> conceded, just can't. There's very little humanity that you feel in him. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like, even though he's supposed to be this kind of Han Solo badass guy. Yeah. You're not. You're not Han Solo. No. Han Solo had the charm. <laughs> he had the wit. You know, um, and he could be a bit of a dick, and you still liked yeah. him. You know, it, because well, he still there was still a good person in there well, that you knew would would have your back. Well, that's the thing. Like a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, not, not a complete yeah, reprehensible not a asshole. <laughs> not a sexist p- monster piece of shit. When he's yeah. Just yeah. Uh, I mean, for, well, just first expects and this his female partner to just they are they were not even dating at this point, right? They were just partners, no. and he proposes to her. I like. I, I mean, you're not going to do better than me or some bullshit. <laughs> like yeah. fuck you, dude. Well, the the stupidest thing I found was the fact that Loreline is able to just call the shit. Alex, right? The ship was Alex, I think. Something like that. Something like that. Alec, Alex. So she she goes yeah. out and just says, like, show me the wall or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And the ship is automatically primed at that point to display photos of every single woman this guy has ever slept with. Mm-hmm. Why would you have that? Like, I <laughs> can't think of any... It's his modern, reason. like, black book or whatever. Like, so if he needs... You know, I if guess. he's in that part of the galaxy, he needs I, a booty call. I suppose, um, but he feels to me like someone that once once he's done with someone, he's done. They're his like, trophy, or they're, you know, his trophies. Yeah, it's um, just kind of... digital trophies, ah, you know. Yeah. And, the, and the thing I... Which, yes, he's disgusting. Yeah. Well, and, and that's another thing. He says at the end, like, I only want your picture on my whatever the hell it's called. But at no point does he tell the ship mm, to erase or, the rest of yeah, them. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Portfolio, just... profile, whatever. I see, like yeah. I saw this movie like less than ninety minutes ago. <laughs> it's how forgettable everything is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. This. Um, <laughs> like, well, that... and then he also he also looks like he's like strung out on heroin the whole movie. <laughs> he's got these like sunken eyes. Yeah. He's got this deadpan, <laughs> monotone delivery on everything. 
that drove me everything. crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this mission. <laughs> Do you want to? You want to marry me? I mean, I mean, Rocky had more intonation in his voice, and uh, <laughs> that's saying something. Uh, well, well, Rocky even raised his voice. <laughs> is there any point of this film where Valerian isn't just at normal speaking level? Uh, was there one moment he yelled or something? No, that was I think the uh, the general that was left in charge that like went. I'm acting now. Or, yeah, like yeah, the I, scene. But I don't know if Valerian ever. I think the the yeah, loudest the... thing he ever does in the film is he punches somewhat half heartedly the commander. Like he just mm-hmm. kind of goes, just uh, just come over here, mm-hmm. whack. Yeah, like, but oh. even like tense or moments that are supposed to be tense, he's just like run, just run. <laughs> yeah. And, if you're excited, that excited about it, how excited am I supposed to be about what's happening on screen? Um, yeah. It's just complete a complete failure, and I, I'm not even going to fault Cara uh, Delevingne. Um, I thought she was completely serviceable and yeah. fine. My main issues were with him um, and Clive Owen, um, yeah. who just did not need to be in this movie. No. <laughs> um, you could have gotten anyone for this one-dimensional commander. Yeah, who much. we find out is what were we supposed to be shocked when the reveal was that oh my god he was the one that blew up the planet no way who's that guy that's being blocked by the camera Every you know half the time and we can't see but he's dressed exactly like the commander but i can't see his face i wonder if it's <gasps> it is the yeah yeah like, well that, that's uh, that's the biggest problem when it comes to and not just this film but you know obviously primarily this film but when it comes to something like that, where you have a character that's been introduced who's quite high up, and then you get your flashback of, oh, this horrible thing happened. Uh, yeah, someone destroyed our world. And yeah. it's like, oh, oh, someone did, did they? S- uh, someone managed to <laughs> kill everyone. Huh, mm-hmm. Okay, I wonder if we know this someone. And I don't know how to fix it. I... Obviously, I can yell, mm-hmm. like, this is stupid. I personally do not have a fix at this present time for that cliche, for that way of storytelling. But mm-hmm. I would much rather it turn out to have been he was acting under the orders of mm-hmm. his superior. He was the one that pressed the button, but he was ordered to, or something like that. And he's just come around to this way of thinking. And maybe it's set up that he goes on trial and he's going to be on... You know, mm-hmm. so, something like that. So not just be, mm-hmm. oh... It's him. Yeah, okay. Like like he said, no surprise. No one would have been surprised. Even people that have never seen these films before no. could not have been surprised at that. Yeah, and that, and you can't say that's not what they were going for because it was shot that way. It was shot that it was supposed to be a big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, like, what? No. <laughs> um, and that's why, like, like I said, casting, I've hit the casting hard, um, but... The other thing was, like I said, is the the film's identity. Um, it it kind of toggles between this fantastical sci-fi world, which I think a lot of people are here for. That's a lot of people's appeal, and probably why they went to see this was yeah. this fantasy sci-fi world. Um, lots of cool shit will happen. It's gonna look <laughs> great. But then this kind of campy comedy quality but they forgot the jokes yeah they have still campy yeah no comedy (laughs) but and even that they didn't do well but um they had things that were like the rhythm of jokes but they 
weren't. Yeah. <laughs> there was no punchline. I can't even. There was a major one. It wasn't even like I'm forgetting even the exact line. It was in the trailer, but it's something you know, something adjacent would be like, "Now would be a good time to leave" or something. So yeah. things like that that are just have the rhythm of a joke, but there's nothing there. There are these throwaway lines that we've seen in the script a hundred times before. Yeah. And if they had just embraced like. Uh, like I can't speak to the comics, so I don't know how well you're trying to service that. But I would have rather seen you just embrace the campiness and be something like Starship Troopers, right? Where you just embrace the absurdity and yeah. have some good joke, have some good <laughs> comedy writers on, you know, or uh, working on the script as well. Have um, Jeremy Irons be the commander. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, really or, put the bullseye right on his head. There. Or. Em- <laughs> Brace the fantastical elements and really kind of delve into that yeah. and and make us feel something for one of these hundreds of species that you show us. Yeah. You, you just can't jump from species to species and play some sentimental music as one of them dies and expect us to give a shit. Yeah. Um, which is what they did multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the opening, like, I'm sorry, I don't know you, Lu, Lu Lee or Lu... Luhan or whatever her name was, he already forgot her. Yeah, um, that gets blown up on Pearl or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But just it was all over the place. <laughs> and then like I said, so long. Oh my god, so long. <laughs> um, we we need to talk about the uh, the converter though. Um, the okay. hedgehog converter. Yeah, <laughs> which was it a converter or was it, it was basically it was a that's what they kept calling it a converter. Um, they called it a converter multiple times, but yeah. um, although it doesn't convert anything, it, it at no point does it convert. It just multiplies. So it's, <laughs> yes, a misnamed hedgehog. <laughs> but if you're going to supposedly have moments of comedy, aren't you going to comment about the animal that eats something and then shits out a thousand of it? <laughs> Yeah, you think there'd be a comment on that? Yeah, I, <laughs> nothing. They all act like that's perfectly normal. Here, is, let's just feed this thing a fish tank marble, um, which they love these fish tank marbles. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> apparently they're pretty valuable. But okay, eats it and then they hold it over a well and it just like violently shits out <laughs> a thousand of these things. And like, cool. I think that's kind of animal abuse. But yeah, I, it. Well, it's interesting because. Clearly, and then anyone ask the converter if he wants to convert yeah. or multiply? Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. The creature itself doesn't appear to, except maybe once, shy away from eating the thing it's given. And then mm-hmm. it looks severely uncomfortable when all the stuff is coming out of it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem to care before or after that it's done mm-hmm. this. So... Maybe that's just... Uh, well, you can give a dog chocolate, but it shouldn't have it. <laughs> like, they're going to eat the chocolate up. <laughs> yeah, and, that... But they're a dog. They don't know better. Well, the the thing about the alien race, they say that like they harvest all of these things, and I don't even really remember what they use them for. But they harvest all of these pearls and all of this stuff from the sea, and several times a year, they use this converter that isn't a converter to... <laughs> put more of it back into the sea mm-hmm. they seem to be missing one key thing which is have the converter keep eating the pearls you don't need to go fishing anymore <laughs> <laughs> you're going fishing for the very thing you're having it put back into the ocean <laughs> like, uh-huh. just 
stop fishing. <laughs> Keep leaving them in there. <laughs> and just every time you run out, here's a couple. There you go. We're sorted. <laughs> it's like uh, almost a, as bad a business plan as the underpants gnomes. It's yes. like, <laughs> yeah. Make pearls. Profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, you can just keep making the pearls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. Like, maybe, again, in the graphic novels or whatever, maybe there is something that explains the act of them fishing changes mm-hmm. something, so that helps. Whatever. But in this film, it is literally, we take pearls from the ocean, every now and again we give some back. And it's yeah. like... There's no need for that step if you have a creature that can replicate anything it eats. Like you is just, it, I have... thought, or is it just that one thing? Is it just the the fish tank marbles? I, I think that's it. I think all they fish for mm-hmm. are these things. I mean, maybe yeah, you know, they probably do fish for something to eat. Mm-hmm. So like, but they don't put fish back in the ocean. They yeah. just put these marbles back in. So it's like. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't know if it's... I mean, it's essentially a 3D printer, not a... Uh, Pretty much. <laughs> that, yeah, you just hit 1,000 copies on and press enter. Yeah. Yeah, it just does it, it uh, a lot shorter time. And then time. it acts like it just ate Chipotle for a month solid. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Poor old guy. Uh. <laughs> I know. Um, this is random and uh, out of nowhere, but... Did you think the uniforms on Alpha by the military or whatever you want to call it looked a little Nazi-esque? A little bit. <laughs> uh, that struck me hard. Like, they had the uh, epaulets or whatever, and then, like, the collars and the the positioning of the stars. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of, then with the commander kind of wiping out an entire... Uh, planet committing mass genocide I'm like hmm I don't know if this was intentional or not but probably never a good idea to make anyone look like no. a Nazi unless you're doing Schindler's List yes uh, yeah it, it is an interesting parallel there because yeah I mean obviously he's the bad guy so mm-hmm. it's like this equals wrong yeah. and you could say that that is like, yeah, oh, Nazis did it wrong this guy did it. I wrong. think I'm giving it too much credit, though. I but, think yeah, they just—I uh, think it was just poor costume design. If I know this movie, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they had some leftover Nazi uniform. They're like, let's just give it a paint job. Yeah, or take some extra put patches a little army on. green. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, it's yikes. And I mean, yeah, he calls them savages multiple times. Yeah, yeah. What, what were you gonna say, savages? All right. So I would like to go with a, another major gripe that I had in. <laughs> in this which is the amount uh the sheer absurd amount and just abundance of deus ex machina plot devices <laughs> in this film how many times were we introduced to an invention a species a whatever that <laughs> just got them out of a situation never used again never mentioned again mm-hmm. i will bring up a few <laughs> we have the mention them now we will have the interdimensional arm box thing and feel free to return to that anytime you want um yeah. we have the gun that fires heavy ball bearings apparently this is the only purpose <laughs> of this gun is to fire heavy ball bearings onto an arm box th- interdimensional yeah. thing so that an arm box interdimensional thing cannot be picked up by the person wearing the arm box interdimensional thing yep. <laughs> uh, so that's a fun gun to have for that specific situation yep. uh, guard tower warging 
Um, <laughs> Warging for my Game of Thrones fans, uh, right. when you can project yourself into another person's body. Um, so you know what I mean by yeah. that now, when, when the one guy takes over the guard tower alien, um, which I did think was a cool concept. Yeah. It was a cool concept, but once again, used once, never used again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the spider bot that frees Valerian from the mole goo. Oh, yeah. So that was seemed very handy <laughs> to have in that moment. Yeah. Never used again. Uh, we have Valerian following um, the commander, or the ship that the commander's been abducted on. Yeah. Um, and then it breaks apart into these other ships that are shaped like jacks or whatever. And yeah. he's flying the big, their big ship. I don't even know him. Does it have a name? Or Alex or whatever the, yeah, yeah whatever the hell ship. you want to call it. The giant <laughs> ship. Yeah. Doing this sideways Millennium Falcon bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And yeah, saw that before. Uh, so you know what would be better? The Skyjet. What the fuck is the Skyjet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's handy to have. It's a yeah. really small personal ship I can fly around in yeah. tighter spaces. And, uh, <laughs> Just only, what this situation calls for. And only one of them. <laughs> and they only seem one. to only have one. Yes. Well, Lorelai does say later like she can get in her Skyjet or something like that, I believe. Yeah. But um, I, I assume that was mm-hmm. a piss take. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't know. Do we have the jellyfish. That is a Valerian GPS locator. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> a jellyfish. Sure. Yeah. Because why not? <laughs> why not? We have an unidentified blue tube that resurrects Valerian. Okay. Yeah. Just put because she finds Valerian. Here's this blue goo. You're alive now. <laughs> and that's as many. I know there's probably five to ten more. Um, <laughs> I'm sure this stuck out to you as well. Right. Yeah. It was. That is just poor script writing. Yeah. If you're using that many plot devices to get you out of situations you've poorly written yourself into, <laughs> that is not a good thing. Yeah, I and mean, the other problem would be, okay, so let's say we introduce them somehow at the very beginning of the film so that we can use mm-hmm. them. Let's say 75% of them are somehow introduced. That's a shitload of smoking guns that have got to be lying around so mm-hmm. that Chekhov can pick it up later. Exactly. Like, I, I do think that... Yeah, and as much as I don't want something to turn into... Like, Doctor Who has his sonic screwdriver. The Doctor in Mm -hmm. Doctor Who has his sonic screwdriver. And it can do quite a lot of things. It can basically do whatever the script calls for, Uh because they need to have the Doctor being able to do something. But that has been part of the show for so long, it basically gets a pass. It's like, oh, we'll Mm -hmm. just have this at the door for so Mm -hmm. long, and then it'll be able to unlock it. And it's like, sure, okay. Yeah. But if in Valerian there were just like two things and they were multi-tools, <laughs> omni-tools, mm-hmm. however you want to call them, yeah. and they were able to do several things, yeah. that might have been more acceptable than we've got basically Batman utility belt of, okay, so this is my shark repellent, so we'll use this. Mm-hmm. This is my revive someone that's possibly dead yeah. fluid. Like, so... <laughs> It's just, this is my make someone look like they're dead, but they're not really dead uh, spray. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. you mentioned, so the Spider-Bot cuts him out of that fluid stuff, which mm-hmm. I, I guess he assumed what that fluid would be and that that thing would work. Mm-hmm. And we see that they aren't really able to breathe while under mm-hmm. them. And he doesn't think to start cutting anyone else out other than Lorelaine. Exactly. He is a selfish asshole. <laughs> he does not care. Uh, yeah. And like, 
at least in a Bond film, which I am not a huge fan of Bond films, like, we know, okay, we see these devices in the first 20 minutes, and we know if we're being shown them, they are going to be used later. Yes, they yes. are the, yes, yeah. Chekhov's pen dart, or whatever, <laughs> yes. Um, but these just pop up when needed. Yeah. Um, we see no mention of them until the script calls for it. And then they are thrown away. Yeah. Well, and I really resent that. Well, and that gun that they have that fires platforms that they can mm-hmm. they platform themselves along. At, at the very least, I'm I fairly certain when he does that, mm-hmm. there's one point where he does it and he ends up throwing it away because it doesn't seem to be working anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, that kind of makes sense. Okay, now we can't use it for the rest of the film. At least that's got a built-in explanation for why you don't see it anymore. Yeah. But everything else really is just that stupid and it's like does this box that they have does it only work in this marketplace is it only tuned to this one (laughs) dimension like and other question if it's a different dimension like how did they even set this thing up in the first place like how reasons. much had to have gone into this thing? <laughs> reasons is how they set it up yes I suppose <laughs> duh yeah I I know. With their DNA codes, Paul. <laughs> Come on. Don't you know your DNA codes? I suppose. I mean, yeah. maybe the doctor helped him out with this yeah. one. But, I don't know. Yeah, that, I think that is one of the biggest problems with this film, is that there are so many questions that it asks, but it doesn't give you any of the answers. It just, it's like, hey, wouldn't this be cool? What about this? Wouldn't this be cool? It's like, no, no, go back. Go back. Hang on. How, like, this would be cool, but... Where'd it come from? Need it, or yeah, maybe save it for the next movie, or not try to cram so much in this one. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, casting's your biggest issue with this film. I I do want to know: Do you have any idea who you would cast as Valerian if it wasn't? I was trying to think of that, and I'm like, I I think in an easy direction to go and I wouldn't want to go there is one of the Chris's which they have their hands full anyway yeah. <laughs> with Marvel and DC <laughs> um, but I could see Joseph Gordon-Levitt possibly maybe um, I think he's a yeah. little too charming to yeah uh, yeah I don't no. Um, hey, yeah. Timothy Chalamet can do anything right now. So, <laughs> yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Um, All right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could even go, like, I, I, you know, how true do you, the comics you want to be? Like, things have been whitewashed enough. Why not put, like, someone like Donald Glover in there? Or, oh, there um, you, you know, like, he's going to probably be the best thing of Solo. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. this could have been his uh, intro into the sci-fi world. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or or maybe made them just a little older. Like, so yeah, they, they've been doing it for so mm-hmm. long now, and yeah, and that would give him a reason to specifically be courting Lola as well as now he wants to settle down. But because he's been doing this for so long, nobody mm-hmm. wants to settle down with him. So they, yeah. because he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is terrible, and bad on you, Lorelai, for <laughs> shacking up with this asshole. Uh, yeah. Just because you were there and he finds you attractive, and you know, will you marry me? Yeah, you yeah, can do better than me. It really does kind of feel like, and it might just be like this character's been around for so long now, but it took him this long to make it that we've seen it done in other films. It really does feel like he is the Kirk character from the recent 
Star Trek reboots, specifically the first one. (laughs) Obviously, he's well known for sleeping through the entire campus. So, so that that again. It doesn't work for this actor. Like, no. I don't buy him as this Lothario. I I buy him in a shack shooting up heroin (laughs) (laughs) and imagining that he's a lady killer. Yeah. In one of his drug-filled fantasies. Hey, that would be one hell of a twist at the end. Take a platter. Yeah, it's all a heroin binge fantasy. <laughs> I think we solved it. Now this, I love this movie. All right, all right cool. I found a way. <laughs> um, what did you think? As speaking of like attempts of humor, uh, what did you think of the? I'll probably butcher this pronunciation. The Dogen Dagius's. The, oh. the three information sellers. Yes. Uh, all right. So, yes. My feelings on them were... Would have been better if they weren't in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, and they, uh, I, I get it. Like, the one line that they had in the film basically saying that all the information is split up between the three of them. So mm-hmm. without the three of them together, yes. you're not able to get the information <laughs> from them. Okay. I guess that kind of makes sense. Like, but... Mm-hmm. You know, they're just annoying. They're no, not. I, I wrote exhausting. <laughs> yes, you know what? Like Luke Besson was like, you know what? Everyone loved in the Star Wars prequels was Jar Jar Binks. What if we had three of them? Yes, but, <laughs> three but, are better than one Jar Jar. Here's the kicker. Jar 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 Jar. Here's the kicker there. They're short. <laughs> yeah, but don't get the long noses. <laughs> are you with me? <laughs> and they're gonna finish each other's. Sandwiches? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it it was one of those things that I fully understood why that character existed. But moments like that, we stepped into like a children's movie. Yeah. And, yeah, and... And then barely was, then, and most kids now are sophisticated enough to say, that's not really that funny. No. And, well, that's the thing, I never found them funny, period. Were they supposed to be? I got the impression that they were supposed to be somewhat comical. Like that, I mean, their their appearance alone, and then I the guess. way they delivered the information, and oh, okay, yes, we'll, yeah, we'll do it for this price because you got a gutter in her face. Oh yeah, we we accept this as a good deal right now. And yeah, and it it seemed as though the only reason for being was for you to enjoy watching them get shot, <laughs> and it's like. I, I understand. I did like, enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> if we're looking for things to enjoy. I thought it was nice to watch them get shot, <laughs> but it was yeah. annoying to have to listen to them for so long before you got it. So I feel like maybe what should have happened is they existed as characters and maybe they popped up once before for like a minute, which is what they did right at the first time you saw them. And then I feel like they should have popped up right at the end. Not here they are. 20 minutes, like, oh yeah, we're back. 20 minutes, like, oh yeah, they're kind of important here. 20 minutes, like, oh, now they're delivering information to the captain or whatever. So it's like, just have beginning and have end. So you've had time to forget them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, or, yeah, maybe have them turn up right in the middle again so that they tell Loreline where she needs to go, but they don't take her there. (laughs) She Mm -hmm. goes and she intimidates the captain to taking out or something like say so you don't have to deal with them yeah it was but, just an overly yeah we already had so many characters in this movie and like let's throw in three more that no one's gonna care about really don't need the plot doesn't re- really require them to be there like you said we could have other characters facilitate what they did yeah 
so much consolidation could have been taken place uh, <laughs> with these characters where like just extraneous rules just not inventions and other things thrown away but characters thrown away just yeah. used once and uh, it was so frustrating um, <laughs> and but speaking of characters we see kind of once and don't see again um, <laughs> Ethan Hawke is in, in this fucking movie yes he is <laughs> um, who is he Pimp Jimmy or something or um, yeah <laughs> uh, Jolly Jolly the Pimp yeah <laughs> um, so good for him for having some fun you know, yeah, with in a role, and because uh, it, it was um, kind of uh, kind of fun, I guess, a little bit. If I'm really throwing this movie a bone, yeah. But um, I said he was kind of dressed up as Cowboy George. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I need honors uh, cricket sound effects there. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, other than him having fun and Rihanna, apparently. Uh, beat in this movie. I, I suppose. Um, <laughs> what was the point of that scene? That was like a 15 minute scene that could have been completely cut yep. for the most part. And the, the only thing it I It could have been a of, two minute scene. The only thing I can think of is they could have had. Uh, you know, because obviously he wants obviously to he get, needs uh, he needs Bubble to infiltrate the other weird alien base thing that they get into. Yeah, we need. That's the only reason he needs we need Bubble. Bubble X Machina to yes. help him with that. But the only thing I could think of that would have made the film a little better, just in terms of character development, is he goes, he sits down, and he's subjected to this basically psychic pole dancing routine, mm-hmm. and he realizes during the routine that he really loves Lorelai this doesn't do anything for him that's not what we get he clearly enjoys it <laughs> doesn't mind it in the slightest no he does not <laughs> and is I mean yeah obviously he's upset that Bubble ends up dying but seems really upset that Bubble ends up dying a little more so than just someone that possibly helped you out there uh, I think he was looking to expand his uh, portfolio or profile yes. or whatever uh, Maybe, they called yes. it yeah so it's mm-hmm. like you had an option of this scene which to me a little bit felt like a studio note of mm-hmm. hey you know we can get someone pretty on screen for a while let's, mm-hmm. let's do that because we have everyone else in just spacesuit and stuff, so that's not pretty. Let's get a pretty person up here. Yeah. But yeah, it was well, not. Yeah, not, not to mention that we had like a male gaze ass shot of uh, Loreline in like the first five minutes of the movie. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, let's uh, get Rihanna yeah. well, on a pole. Well, that's the thing. She could then go straight into the power suit and uh, like, oh, all the pretty's gone. Oh, oh and yes, yeah. Oh, when she said, oh, when was it Herbie Hancock? Who oh, I can't believe we didn't mention Herbie Hancock is also in this movie. Yes, um, why not? Tells her, yes, why not? Let's have a famous composer be an old commander or, or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he tells her to like cover up or wear something more appropriate. What she wears is a transparent <laughs> cover-up <laughs> over yeah. her, essentially, like, oh, she changed out of her black bikini into, like, a white bikini. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, covered up there. And, and not mm-hmm. to put a hole in any of this, but what they're effectively doing is they're going undercover as going on holiday on a place that's incredibly hot and sandy. How is what she's wearing 
not appropriate for where they're going. <laughs> I'm not sure it wasn't going that route, but okay. Well, well no, sure. but first of all, I'd say even within the realm of the thing, uh, it makes no sense uh, on top of everything else. So sure, let's like, add one more, yeah, <laughs> yeah, one more error or uh, fault here. And, um, then, and again, bear in mind, I didn't hate this film. But, well, there's a lot of things wrong with it. Oh, man, I don't know how you didn't. Um, visuals. Very yeah, visual. Sure. Um, I know we're, we're wrapping up here, but uh, just a couple last things I wanted to mention, and if you did too, but... Um, I, I we'll, think we've covered most we'll of wrap up, But I did want to know that, um, like, this movie, two hours, 17 minutes, we get three quarters through the movie or four fifths whatever we are shown the prologue again yeah. <laughs> as why that is a huge mistake in, in script writing why are you showing the audience something they've seen before what, just yeah. to tell another character that wasn't there we were there we yeah. don't need to see it and you show it shot for shot and you actually extend those shots yeah. and make us sit through that again and make us sit through that explosion Again, yeah, and that perfect little day on mole or mule or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> Why are you making us do that? And then an, an hour and forty five minutes, and I had to pause it. Like I paused this many times. I will yes. let you know. <laughs> like oh my god, how much left? Forty minutes? Oh my god, thirty minutes? Oh my god, twenty five minutes? But an hour and forty five minutes into this thing, we're still getting heavy amounts of exposition. Yeah, heavy. <laughs> uh, like we get what the mole people, mule people, whatever we're doing, pearl people what they've been up to in the intervening time since yeah that so could have been handled differently um (laughs) just in a few lines yeah like we we survived on blah 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 like this long drawn out scene and then like i was over it at that (laughs) point and then we start with like the 360 shots uh multiple 360 spinning camera moves which I just am never here for. <laughs> no. um, I hate it. I hate that camera <laughs> trick. Um, we get it like in that battle scene, and then we get it with um, their like love talk, Laura, Laura line, and um, yeah. shortly after that, when she's like, "Oh, you don't even know like love is the most powerful force in the universe." And all that. <laughs> I was just my eyes had rolled out of my head, and I could not watch anymore. But. Uh, <laughs> And then just that gross making out at the end of like barf. Yeah, I will show Paul my yeah, no, <laughs> barf says with barf. a barf emoji. Yes. <laughs> yes. And not even a good John Candy bar. No, no. this is uh, vomit all no, over the screen. No, not not your own best friend. This just <laughs> gross. Yeah. Uh, Laureline, you could have done so much better. And <laughs> Luke Besson, you could have done so much better. Any parting words, thoughts on Valerian and the city of a thousand shitholes? Uh, <laughs> Nah, I like I said, I I didn't outright hate this film. I was able to enjoy just watching it, but yeah, like we we've gone over so many reasons why this should have been so much better and this is like more than anything else that we've reviewed. This is something that I want to hear other people's thoughts on just because I want to know if they have their own thoughts on what could have made it better or if they liked it. Mm. I mean, if you really liked it, genuinely get a hold of us. Like, we can do a follow-up to this. We can have you on. We can... Yes, yes. we'll... Uh, yeah, this can be your film spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> do, do a point-counterpoint, you know? <laughs> like, uh, but we'll yeah. do a town hall on it. <laughs> yeah, I think general feelings overall appear to be just 
Don't watch it if you Promising. haven't. Promising. <laughs> so much promise that never delivered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's just a little sad. Uh, I am still willing to watch the next thing that Luke Besson does. Mm-hmm. But that might be the like, the decider for me. Like, If it's another bad film, I might just be done with Luke Besson. Yeah, that's why. Like, yeah, because yeah, I, I have Neil Blomkamp. He's on notice for me. Yeah. Uh, he's got one more <laughs> try. <laughs> uh, although, apparently, Chappie has enjoyed a resurgence. Uh, some people are really liking that now but um, yeah I haven't gone back to rewatch that uh, and don't think I would but, nah, I don't but yeah think he's I got one more before I kind of write him off for a while <laughs> but yeah Luke Besson I'm always going to be here for the visuals I'll still check it out yeah um, yeah the Fifth <laughs> Element gets you a lot of credit yes it does <laughs> so it really does <laughs> I will be returning to him yes <laughs> alright any other points of order nah I, I think that's it alright uh, the only thing I will add here is uh, our social media stuff again so mm. we're on Twitter Facebook Instagram and Vero at Blokebusters just search for us we're on there just search us yep yes. Blokebusters.com if you want to have a look at our lovely little website uh, if you go to podbros.com as well we're on there as well as so many other great shows uh, you can email us at theblokes at blokebusters.com because hey I'm fed up of saying the, f- the full Gmail one that we had mm-hmm. so there you go you got that one it's nice and succinct and I think with all of that now having <laughs> been said I'm Paul and I'm Brian and I'll see you next time bye in case I don't see you good afternoon good evening Hang on a minute, lads. I've got a great idea. Uh. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Hi there, Paul here with a quick theatre etiquette lesson for you. Did you know that opening a bag of candy can take less than five seconds?